I'm Tarina. And I'm Kelly. We're the owners of Say Events, a wedding planning company based in beautiful Vancouver, Canada. This podcast is an honest, behind-the-scenes, no-bullshit look into the wedding industry. With over 15 years' experience in the biz, we share the inside details of what goes on into creating a wedding. We'll interview wedding experts, debate topics, and give you real advice only a wedding planner would know. Maybe it's just our moms, but at least we think we're wildly hilarious. Yes, a wedding has many elements and pieces to bring the day together, but that doesn't mean we can't do it with belly laughs and a sense of humor. This is your consultation. Welcome to the wedding session. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the podcast, The Wedding Sessions with Say Events, and I'm Trina. I'm Kelly. (laughs) Today we are talking about the topic, who buys the wedding rings, specifically the wedding bands. So Trina, what did you guys sort out? How did you guys do it? (laughs) So um, my story is that uh, Tim bought my engagement ring with his own funds. He sourced it out by a wholesaler. Mm. So he basically found, like, he paid wholesale price for the the rock itself. And then um, the setting he got, like, put together. Oh, smart. Yeah. And then my, we got married pretty quickly, like, within six months. Mm -hmm. So from there, I got, we purchased the band together. Okay. And the diamonds on my band are a higher quality. So it was more expensive. It was about a thousand bucks. From there, a year later... We got the next band on top. Now, looking at it, you can't tell, but the ring on top, the diamonds are less quality, so it only costed $300. What? Yeah, so it's quite a difference in the quality of the diamond. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yeah. So, but we bought, purchased that together. Nice. So So you bought your bands together, though? Correct, yeah. Okay. And then his band was a tungsten ring originally, Mm -hmm. and he found out that he couldn't close his fingers, like, properly. So oh. we had to get a gold ring, just a plain gold band. And he went into people's jewelers and said, I need the cheapest one because her ring is so expensive. <laughs> oh and, they, and it was a lifetime warranty for $280 for this gold band. And it sticks to his finger. It's just there. <laughs> it's fine. My parents have gold bands too. And yeah. I guess that's just kind of how I always envisioned the gold band, you know, your band, your wedding band to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I used to work actually at a jewelry store in one of my first jobs and uh, I used to help some very nervous looking grooms that would come in looking to find the engagement ring and the band. But this whole thing started, the reason I thought of this was um, Rial and I were talking about rings and he was like, wait, what? Who buys what? He was totally lost. I was like, well, yeah. And then I realized, I don't know how many people actually know how the wedding band works because obviously the engagement ring, I think. Comes. Usually, usually the groom correct yes. would typically buy you know in a in a sort of a traditional setting the groom would buy it for the bride mm-hmm. or one couple one person would buy it for the other person. Um, but yeah, now now it's but who actually takes care of the physical wedding band itself? Mm-hmm. I thought that would be an excellent topic. To I like discuss it. Yes. because my man cub couldn't figure it out. <laughs> I just think times have changed a little bit. Oh yes, so I think that plays a key factor. Mm-hmm. But at the time I got married six years ago, we purchase the bands together but we were living together already Mm. so it was from our together fund right yeah Yeah. there's a few factors yeah we'll talk about that later so Mm -hmm. 
In true Kelly fashion, <laughs> I'm about to put on my glasses and give you guys a history lesson on the wedding band <laughs> and what it signifies. Love so it. So we're going to really focus on the wedding band itself in this podcast, but I'm going to touch a little bit on the engagement ring first because you kind of can't have one without the other. So speaking specifically in Western cultures, the engagement ring is a ring indicating that the person is engaged to be married. It is given to them by their partner after a marriage proposal and represents a formal agreement to future marriage. It sounds super friggin' romantic, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, most legality things about weddings sound romantic. I know, when you break it right down, you're like, oh, that's not pleasant. <laughs> um, so these rings are typically worn by women with the man engagement rings worn by men, basically signifying the same thing, which I think is the cutest thing ever. I love it. Because the guys get one too. Yes, 2020. It's only fair. <laughs> Hashtag... Me too. Right. Man engagement rings. <laughs> now, now, does it need a rock? Uh, no, I, probably just I a band. Know. I think it's just a band because what the research that I found, the man engagement ring actually can become their wedding band after. So if you are the kind of person that would like to have an extra bling, cool. If not, just go with, mm-hmm. go with what you got. Um, now, there has been some debate on who first introduced the engagement ring. They've had some examples that go back all the way to ancient Greece Um and ancient Egypt, but they've basically found documents from ancient Rome as the original, as like kind of the origin. Um, We're taking it back to Rome, Greece, and Italy. I'm just saying. Seems to be the origin of love, right? It really is. And do you know why they always wear the engagement ring on the ring finger of your left hand? I do know, but I'm going to let you (laughs) describe it. That the tale is. It was believed that the finger contained the vena amorous vein that led directly to the heart. Aww. I know. So fast forward to 1477 in Vienna, where Archduke Maximilian of Austria gave his betrothed Mary of Burgundy a, a diamond ring for their engagement. It became a status symbol, as most folks used a simple band as their symbol of engagement. It also kind of became... Yeah, like it was a bit of a status symbol and it was also more of, um, it kind of showed off how much money you had as well. I think that like a little bit of that stands true still. Oh, yeah. Status quo. Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, there are some people that want a really, really simple and elegant mm-hmm. ring and some people want a, a moon on their finger. Absolutely. And, you know, yeah. Does you your do hand you. <laughs> float when you take it off at night? Yeah, that kind of... Um... Yeah, status quo, I would say. Right. It's not for everyone, but I do feel that some of the rocks out there are pertaining to that. Oh, yeah. Just fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you do. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't until the mid-1930s that we learned through some fancy marketing that diamonds are forever. <laughs> but they were a girl's best friend. They are. Oh, I know they were. That's more like the 1950s. Yes. Thank you, Marilyn Monroe. Um, so it was actually De Beers who brought back the value of the diamond engagement ring. Um, they basically had this huge campaign for the consumer um, saying that the engagement ring is indispensable and that a diamond is the only acceptable stone for an engagement ring. And this was a period of time right during the Depression where people were not buying anything. So De Beers was like, oh, crap, we need to sell rings. And that's what they did. I mean, a smart marketing perspective, create demand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everybody's always getting married no matter what. Now included a pandemic. Right? Yeah. I feel like... Whenever you think of a diamond ring, though, or an engagement ring, it always typically is a diamond ring. And I think our generation now is really shifting to not necessarily going with a diamond Diamond. ring. Yes. Um, You think of, you know, um, 
oh my god, I can't remember her official name, but Kate Middleton, whatever. <laughs> oh, <laughs> with the sapphire. Duchess, Duchess yes. yeah. So she actually had uh, Lady Di's ring, mm-hmm. but that was a blue sapphire, and it that was. is yes. stunning. And as mm-hmm. soon as she was that that engagement happened, everyone mm-hmm. wanted blue sapphires. It was a larger trend to go mm-hmm. with colored stones, mm-hmm. and uh, I also think. Like our gen, like this generation now is saving up towards bigger purchases, mm-hmm. like house, car, family. So to drop money on a diamond versus dropping it on a different stone might not be a big absolutely. No. Yeah. Now, bringing it back full circle, mm-hmm. the wedding band. <laughs> so no pun womp, intended. Womp, I know. So the wedding band, which suggests that the wearer wearer is married, is also worn on the left ring finger, usually in addition to the engagement ring. Traditionally speaking, so we're going to be talking a lot about sort of like the the um, groom being the guy, bride being the girl. Obviously, in today's, you know, with our the couples that we work with today, it's people and people helping each other out. So um, when we're going to be talking about this, it's the groom as being the guy and the bride as a girl. But traditionally speaking, the groom would buy the engagement ring and the bride's wedding band. The bride would buy the groom's band. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the wedding band can be traced back to ancient Rome and Greece, and actually as far back as 6,000 years ago to ancient Egypt, where they found evidence of braided rings made of hemp or reeds, which I thought was very cool. I mean, it's very organic. It is. Materials of the earth. We're not here for a long time. What a good time. (laughs) Yes. Um, So the circle was a symbol of eternity and meant perpetual love of the spouses, which I thought was kind of... Very infinity. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a, it's like a full circle. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a, I, I like the symbolism of mm-hmm. it. Um, and again, this is also allegedly where the origin of wearing the ring on the left ring finger started, similar to the engagement ring. But again, they don't necessarily have concrete documentation. Mm-hmm. So eh, more or less, it dates back really, really far. Um, so again, that special vein leading straight to the heart. Uh, it wasn't until later that the rings actually became made of precious metals like gold and silver that you see today. Mm-hmm. Um, I went full art history nerd on this next little portion here. I thought it was so cool. So obviously you think a wedding band is just a standard ring, mm-hmm. just a band. Um, but from the 17th to the 19th centuries, they got actually pretty creative with the rings and they actually made different types of rings. So there's this one type called a gimel ring or a joint ring and it's basically like two little rings that are connected to fit into one whole ring and so how it works is each betrothed person would bride and groom they each wear the ring and then when they get married it becomes one ring it clicks together and the bride would wear the ring i was like oh well that is that is freaking cute yeah i know Mm -hmm. I like that. That's uh, like a to become one right Spice Girls throwback I know. feels, but yes, I like it. Right? Mm-hmm. They also had these rings called posy rings, which was basically just a flat band and they would have engraved writing on it. They call it posy because it was like poems, poems, posy. Got it. Um, so those were very romantic. So it feels very Shakespearean. Mm-hmm. Um, they also had puzzle rings in the Middle East um, and they were made of a bunch of several smaller pieces that connected to make a whole one. But it was meant to be really hard to get on your finger, which meant it was really hard to get off of your finger, and they would know if you were not wearing your ring anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Funny story about my ring is I haven't been able to get it off for, I'd say, two years. So, oh, really? Yeah, I can't get it off. Um, so the joke was when I went to go to the hospital to give birth to my son. Yeah. 
they explained to me that I had to remove all jewelry if a C-section would happen. And right. I was like, good, good luck. luck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wouldn't have to go there. But uh, yeah, it was like, I have no idea how to get this thing off. That's so like, no crazy. Mm-hmm. My, so. my mom ended up actually having to take off her... her um, engagement ring and her wedding ring and she had to have them actually sized because mm-hmm. um after years of being you, you know just, secretary you admin she's, well she's time her knuckles have actually swollen she's got oh. beginning to get arthritis and she's super mad about it but she's like i can't get these friggin' things off so mm-hmm. she has to actually you had to have them like cut off and then i redone, think so. i will get to that stage eventually but for yeah. now okay. it's on there for life mm-hmm. yeah i like it so um so in relation to the engagement ring, during the wedding during the wedding ceremony, you're usually what we encourage our clients to do, our brides, um, is to put the engagement ring on the right side, mm-hmm. on the right hand, um, until the ring portion of the ceremony, and then once it's the wedding band is placed on your ring finger on the left side, then you put the Move engagement over. ring over. So you always have your wedding band closest to your heart. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what it is, and it's bad luck to remove it again. So. Let me tell you. You wear that thing for life. It's true. (laughs) Yes. It's funny. You like, you think wearing a ring would irritate you, but metals and gold form to your body. That's why most rings are made of those. Like a cheapy one, of course you'll feel it, but the gold molds your body. Your finger goes like all green. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Like, oh, this is from the candy store. Yes. (laughs) Or the dollar store. Yes. Yes. Okay. So guys, today you guessed it. Today on our segment of Planner's Perspective, we are talking about the wedding band and who buys it for who. For you new listeners joining us today, the Planner's Perspective segment is when we take one topic or element of your wedding day and discuss and debate both sides of the coin. Think of us like your coffee filter. Everyone is giving you confusing information and opinions. We take it and filter it into smooth and sensible advice. With all those worries and concerns bouncing back and forth in your brain, it's hard to stay sane when you have friends and family offering conflicting advice. And after we will discuss, stay tuned for some more information that will help you both make a decision that works best for you. So today's topic is wedding bands. Who the hell buys them? <laughs> Literally. And it's like one of those weird things that you don't think about till the wedding comes. And you're like, who is buying these bands? Yeah. <laughs> like, who is responsible? Who's, well, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so the things that I was coming across as well, and of course, also with your own perception of what that is, Riel was like totally, he was confused. He's like, well, <laughs> what? who's buying what again? Like, I thought, don't we do this together? And I always thought... That as a couple, you would buy the rings, like your wedding bands together. Mm-hmm. But the engagement ring, obviously, is, is you know, he gets As it, it is a surprise. Now, there are right. some couples that do select their own rings. Right. And that's very normal mm-hmm. and very um, on trend at the moment. Well, I mean, yes. my, that's, I think it's a preferential thing. Because my, for example, my parents got married in 1978. My dad proposed to my mom and then they went out and got the engagement ring. And yeah, that's and, a common thing too. So I, I always assume the wedding band was the same. It's right, like you yeah. just go together so that it matches. But also like I find um, some couples I've spoken to in the mm-hmm. moment felt that they just wanted to propose mm-hmm. and then they would go get a ring mm-hmm. after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I will say that I, Tim and I had selected a ring for me before he proposed and the ring that I wear is significantly different in a good way. Oh, wow. So I selected like a cluster of diamonds. Mm-hmm. It was much cheaper because it wasn't a big diamond. Right. And he went the complete opposite <laughs> and caught me this. Nothing but the best for my babe. I guess. So. And, and a part of me, like I liked the ring. So to me, it was like a, like it I find the groom. It was an Like upgrade. he 
chose it for me, like what mm-hmm. he felt would suit me. And now I couldn't see myself wearing the other ring. Right. I, I've always, I'll always wear this one. So. Well, didn't he also propose to you with like a fake ring and then you guys went traveling? No, no. Um, He proposed to me with a real ring and then we traveled the next day. So I had to leave it at home. So then we bought a, like a fake ring in Mexico just for fun. Oh, nice. And then I compared the two rings when we got back home. And there was like no comparison. No, it was very clearly which one was real. No <laughs> like, kidding, nice. Yeah, That's so awesome. but we were like on our like in Mexico for seven days at this nice resort, and I wanted a ring, but I wasn't going to travel with it. No across, kidding, especially since like I didn't really know the risks and stuff. Now I do because I can't get it off me. <laughs> so if someone was going to rob me, it's like good luck. Like look <laughs> at the butter. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit of like hair grease. Yes, exactly. Like it's not coming off. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so. Full circle, no pun intended. Who buys what? And I think the bigger question is to figure out who you are as a couple. Now, it can kind of be broken out, I would say, into sort of two categories. And I think the first category is more like the traditional bride and groom, um, where they, with the help of their family, would buy each other's rings. Um, I feel like you would probably be more of a younger couple. I would say. Um, Not always, but I think primarily you'd be younger. Mm -hmm. Um, And you're kind of, you're kind of coming together with your own things and you'd be, it's the whole like. Mm -hmm. Like borrowing, like you're getting dishes and as gifts, not necessarily money. Right. Exactly. Versus more like the modern couple, Mm -hmm. um, which I would say is probably more of an older couple as well so 30 plus yeah um and where you would share the cost of the ring or based kind of on your income you kind of split the cost based on your income mm-hmm. so if one person's making slightly more then they might put a little bit more in etc cetera, etc cetera. so um i think those would be the two kind of categories that you would fall into so really figuring out who you are <laughs> It helps when it comes to your budget. Mm-hmm. Like your overall budget for your wedding most likely will include the wedding bands. Mm-hmm. And I think it's having a like a conversation with each other about who is going to pay for what. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, real talk. This is the part where we provide you with information that's going to help you make the right decision. And whatever you decide, it should be something that you're both comfortable with. Exactly. So let's so- talk about things to consider. Mm-hmm. So, again... Coming back to the idea of like the modern versus the traditional, as a couple, have you been together for many years? Are you a little bit older? Um, you've kind of got everything and you share everything versus a couple that definitely don't live together yet um, or are a lot younger. Um, that's, I think, a, a kind of a huge thing to, to factor into. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another one also is your just your expectations. Um, do you want to keep things super traditional? Kind of going back to this. Um, where he pays for the engagement ring and then she pays for his ring. Do you want to keep it super um, even across the board where you buy your own engagement ring and you share the cost of the wedding bands? I know um, sometimes the engagement ring holds significance uh-huh. of independence for women. So um, again, kind of setting that expectation with as a couple. Yeah, I do think going into the ring shop wherever mm-hmm. you get your ring designed, it changes from like, you should have a bit of a plan. Like, mm-hmm. let's go look, perhaps not buy it that exact day mm-hmm. if you're really concerned with budget uh, or have a budget in mind and then assess the situation when you're there. Because sometimes, uh, personally for me, I wanted a plain, plain band because my ring was quite large. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I put it on, I hated it. 
So I went with the diamond one instead. Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like going wedding dress shopping. You're like, I know what I want. You go in there mm-hmm. coming out with the exact opposite. And you're like, well, I feel like a princess. Yeah. <laughs> now, that being said, um, you don't have to have the the most clear diamond. Like there are many, many ways to have mm-hmm. a band that you want, but keeping it within budget. So just make sure when you go in together, like have those questions and ask. Because mm-hmm. you're going to be wearing this piece of jewelry for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. You want and like it. So don't just settle, like take your time, make sure you like it and ask if there's other ways around it to bring the cost down if it's, if it's an issue. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, you can always upgrade. Of course. Absolutely. That's I think something that people forget a little bit and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm super sentimental. So what I get is what I get. So um, <laughs> he's going to need a bit of guidance. He'll yes. be fine. I'm not worried. But um, if you are really young and you can only afford a really, really small little stone and it's really... Um, you know, it's something that you guys are going to work towards. I think it's really sweet that you guys work to, you know, as a couple that you work together to kind of, mm-hmm. you know, be able to afford something a little bit bigger. Maybe on your 10 year anniversary, you're like, wow, you've got this beautiful ring. Mm-hmm. You guys have worked together as a couple to kind of save up and, and, you know, have that. You can always do that too. So, or if you're like a simple type of person, like mm-hmm. take that, you take your style into consideration when mm-hmm. you're selecting your ring, right? Like your oh, engagement yeah. ring could, if it's too much for you or too big, you can always uh, put it away. And wear it whenever you like, but have a band for everyday mm-hmm. use. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of couples we know they even have like a silicone band as a well like when they work out. That's and stuff. Some, yeah, exactly. Well, that's something I was gonna um, get into. Is is another thing to think about is the type of band. Mm-hmm. So there is a lot of different metals or materials that you can use for your band. So obviously, there's gold, which is the most common I would say mm-hmm. um, and you can do white gold yellow gold rose gold. gold for guys obviously you could either do gold um, but they also have other options too like platinum palladium uh, there's tungsten which is what Tim had right? yeah so it's an undestructible metal right so the challenge so destructible that, he couldn't make a fist yeah he couldn't like <laughs> close his hands um, but he also works in construction mm-hmm. so the tungsten can't be cut right so that was a Concerned. Like, we seem fine with it, and then when after time, he's like, it's actually really uncomfortable, so his gold band is much safer and suits him more. Yeah. Yeah. Now, there are some tungsten rings that um, obviously weren't as thick as his original wedding band, uh, and they've come a long way. Yes. So it's just... um, Design has changed. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes. So, like, make sure to feel it out and if it, like, is comfortable on you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Titanium is another one as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you're looking for something really cost-efficient, silver. Silver, I mean, silver and white gold look very similar oh 100 percent. if they're buffed out they're they're very very similar i mean silver will eventually kind of turn black just because Mm of the um um oh my gosh it's the acid oh i don't know i used to know this oh my gosh um because of your the uh, the ph in your skin okay so it will sometimes it'll go black and that's what it is you just have to buff it out it's totally fine yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. and then this is a new thing is they have those like sportsing wedding bands that are made of like a silicone Mm -hmm. um, and you can get all different colors so some people uh especially if they are um i mean it's really common with athletes Mm -hmm. um, like the crossfitters they all they all wear these um Mm -hmm. and also people that um i think first responders it's pretty common with them as well just because of a safety thing again it's something that can easily be ripped off Mm -hmm. if they're cut uh, cut anything like that or anybody um maybe in trades as well Mm -hmm. um it's another it's another kind of cool option um i like metal personally yeah i'm into the gold i don't know it's very traditional very simple well i I think it's traditional for a reason like people don't realize when you wear a real gold ring you can't feel it at all like Mm -hmm. you know the ring is there but it's not irritating it's not bugging Mm -hmm. you it forms to your body like so when you if you can get the ring off and look at it the like the ring itself isn't a circle anymore it's based on your finger yeah yeah so it's like 
it's you, comfy. You, it is comfortable. It's been around for it's years like because there's a reason. Yeah, it doesn't irritate. It doesn't like make you itchy like the ten dollar rings that you find is, in other yeah. places. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, another thing to think about too with the when you're looking at the band um, is if you want to be a matchy matchy with your partner, <laughs> or if you want it to be complimentary but different. So mm-hmm. kind of go, again going back to what you were originally looking at is where you wanted just a really simple band and then decided you want something a little bit more bougie. Yes. But Tim's band is very simple. It's right? literally like slapped on there to indicate he is married right. and that is it right <laughs> that that's is the sole purpose that's of that all ring. it is right and that's yes. sometimes that's all you need and right? that Keep is the simple. only ring only piece of jewelry he ever wears mm-hmm. it's just attached to him it's part of him right that's how it works but yeah. i've seen other rings too uh you can get off etsy not too bad but um a couple i knew were married in here and then they eloped to hawaii for like their two-week honeymoon mm-hmm. and he got a like a Kona ring with some Hawaiian cool traditional wood in there, which kind of made sense. It was it was mixed with metals and the wood. Oh, cool! So it like was personal to their mm-hmm. wedding. Yes, which is great. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So there are other ways you can do it too. You don't necessarily have to go to a jewelry store. You, you can, can have, look online. Yeah, you can yeah. have them designed with different elements to it. Mm-hmm. I know we've had some couples that have had. Um, we had one couple that loved owls, and so she had mm-hmm. that actually in her band as well and yeah she had the owls in her band and then he selected it he designed an engagement ring that had owls holding the diamond right which is right. very cool so yeah yeah you and can then, personalize yeah them. or having like engraving in the band as well so mm-hmm. i mean i think if you go into any jewelry store or wherever you decide you want to go and just have questions i mean you, you typically i would say 90 percent of you have never done this before <laughs> <laughs> and for the other 10 percent, it's okay uh to go back and ask more questions yes. um it's a, it's a, so, an investment. Right? It is. 100%. So think of it like that. Like you wouldn't go and get a car and sign the papers immediately, right? So you're going to go back a few times, check it mm-hmm. out, do some research. So apply this knowledge to purchasing your engagement rings and your wedding band mm-hmm. is do the research, see what suits you, look at photos, but be open to the experience when you go into a store. And if you feel a good vibe, bad vibe, like embrace those feelings and like, Select the one that you want to wear and forever. try them on. Mm-hmm. Try them try on. Try them all on because sometimes you just don't know until you try it on and mm-hmm. you're like, "Whoa, I this is not the look I thought I was gonna have." Absolutely, right? It looks great on the hanger, and then you put it on, it and you're does, like, "What yeah. kind of what is this stuff?" So, and don't be so focused on what everybody else has. Like, think about your daily life. Think about what works for you, but also think about your style. What what mm-hmm. it goes with. Uh, I will say personally that like my ring in the beginning, I was. Um, a little skeptical about wearing it around because it is like quite a solid piece. Mm-hmm. And over time, I just like, you know what? This is the ring my husband selected for me and I'm going to wear it. And it's a beautiful ring. That's what's up. It's a beautiful ring. <laughs> yeah. So for me personally, it took me a little bit to embrace that. Like this is the ring that has been chosen for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't need to be not ashamed of it, but like hide it if, around other rides. <laughs> right. <laughs> like this is my ring. It suits me. It suits my personality. Yes. Other rings suit other people and other personalities, and no one's here to judge. It's right. Like, this is the ring that means I'm married, <laughs> regardless of the value. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that, that was that, it. That, that was, was literally it. it. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Um, oh, that's awesome. And then I guess, again, coming kind of one of the last things to talk about is, again, your budget. 
things to think about. Are you sharing the cost of this or are you guys going to be paying separately? Um, and what does that look like? So whether you guys go in together and you separately get the rings, but then you're paying, you know, talk to, um, talk to the jeweler, talk to the person that you're buying, getting the rings from and, uh, and figure out what that looks like and make sure that it's something that you are comfortable with. Um, I was reading a lot of, uh, articles when I was doing the research for this. And one of the big reasons why, um, they actually say some weddings, some marriages don't necessarily last that long is because of stress related to the cost of the wedding. And one of the big ones is engagement Uh ring. Uh You don't want to start your life together on a negative, like literally in the red, really badly in the red. And they say that, you know, the really, really like insanely expensive rings, um, Usually they don't last as long as the more modest, get that. more of the modest rings because, um, yeah, it's just, it just kind of comes down to the stress, right? So you want to make sure that again, you're setting that expectation of like, this is what we can afford now. Yes. If you want to upgrade later on, then that's a really, really great thing to be able to do. But if you want to keep a smaller ring the whole time, that's totally fine too. It's it's suited to your personality and and who you are as a couple for sure. Exactly. And the other thing is too to think about is, you know, we keep talking about the cost of the ring itself, but like, what if you're saving up for other stuff? We kind of touched on a little bit. What if you're trying to save up for a house or what if you've got plans for a huge trip? Maybe your honeymoon is going to be like six months long. Mm -hmm. We did that once. So the bride and groom are like, I want a super, super simple wedding. We're traveling the world for a year. I'm like, right. take me with you. <laughs> That's yes. so cool. Can we come? <laughs> yeah, right? Or what if you want a really like lavish wedding, for example, or mm-hmm. something like that? So there's other costs to kind of think about and consider as well. We always talk about the actual overall budget of your wedding. And there are some things that you can definitely kind of pair back with. But I feel like the the, the rings are something that's going to last you Typically forever. Forever, yes. So you want to, um, if you can't afford to spend the money, it's something that you really love and you want to keep forever, then do that. Um, otherwise, you can always, like we say, we can always upgrade later. But um, kind of think about where you're at also within your budget too. And it'll, it'll hopefully, it will hopefully help to kind of put things into perspective for you as well. So mm-hmm. When you're planning your wedding, make sure to put the wedding bands within the budget mm-hmm. because the wedding bands are often the last thing you purchase when it comes to finalizing all the details. Yeah. Uh, so get in earlier. Like, make the appointment to purchase your wedding bands sooner than later. Don't leave it to last minute. It's one of those things you cannot forget about because it is a part of your wedding day. If you do forget about it and use fake bands on the day, that is fine, but not ideal. Yeah, you can kind of wing it. (laughs) Correct, yeah. So, like, definitely keep that mindset that you have to make appointments to go get your wedding bands done in whatever form or fashion. Mm -hmm. Just make sure that it's, like, within your radar and fit in within your budget. Absolutely. Too. And with that being said as well, especially in the era of COVID that we're at right now, yes. um, everything is delayed. Everything. So, so <laughs> as soon as you pull the pin and make it happen, <laughs> the next thing you do is you should start looking at those at those rings because it, depending on where they come from, if you're getting something local, mm-hmm. we always love uh, and encourage people to support local as much as you can. But if you are getting something that's imported or brought in from somewhere else, then there's also the travel time for it to come in. And then of course, having to have it sized and all that sort of stuff. So again, these are all questions that you can ask the jeweler, or ask the person that's going to be providing you with your rings, um, just to be really upfront about that and be like, how long is this going to take us? Um, yeah. ask and then questions like don't be afraid exactly. ask questions <laughs> yeah uh, always 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 raise your hand <laughs> <laughs> it's an investment like ask the question exactly. treat it like you're buying a car it is about the same amount ish <laughs> sure a smaller car but yes it is it's similar so treat it like that <laughs> exactly right. that's awesome 
Okay, well, thank you so much again for tuning in and listening with us today. We hope that you did learn something, a little history, a little uh, knowledge, and just everything to make your day a little bit better. Uh, We know that COVID has created a wedding season that has not been super, but you can still be excited and still plan your wedding. So just keep uh, keep listening, be mindful, and we'll always have a fun new topic for you to listen to. And if you have a topic that you're interested in, please let us know. Email, call, send a Batman signal, doesn't matter. <laughs> so thanks for tuning in and we will see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Hey there. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Wedding Session. Remember to hit subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so you can get updates to your phone for the latest episodes. Want to connect with us? Hit us up on Instagram at The Wedding Session. We're people first and planners second and understand everyone deserves their own unique wedding experience. So when it comes to planning your wedding, do what's right for you. This episode was written, produced, and created by us. us. <laughs> <laughs>